Good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy Moonsday slash Monday. <laughs> I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Um, I know I did. I um, spent, you know, this weekend with my girls, and we just had a wonderful time chilling together, hanging out with each other, you know, in celebration of my birthday. That was last Wednesday. Um... And it was just a wonderful time. I actually even had a couple drinks, which I kind of regret because, you know, like not a good thing when you're trying to heal your gut and everything. My stomach was burning and on fire the next morning. But, you know, I am not mad at that because you got to live. You know, you just got to live. They bought mimosas, you know, for us to make it, of course, for, you know, specifically for me because that is my favorite alcoholic drink. And I haven't been able to have any alcohol in quite a long time. I mean, it's been a very long time, uh, because of the pills that I was on. And now that I'm off majority of them, except for one, the doctor doesn't mind if I have an occasional drink here once in a blue moon, but, uh, I can't have it all the time. So, uh, yeah, so I just had a good time. And then yesterday I spent my time doing homework. So I'm taking this moon's day as a break time. Um, of course I already know ahead what I need to do for this week for homework. Um, but I'm taking this day just to, you know, um, really create and just live, you know, in the present in the moment and really allowing my intuition to kind of guide me for what I want to do today. And with that said, I wanted to tell you guys, I have been posting on the charming Libra on Instagram and I started a, um, Scorpio season challenge and you know of course happy Scorpio season everybody Um, I love this season Um, it's actually one of my top favorites um, besides of course my own season Libra uh, and Pisces season I really love I don't know what it is but I've mentioned lots of times I just thrive in water seasons Um, I would probably say some air seasons somewhat and uh, some fire and fire definitely, but earth seasons are kind of like hard on me, but I had a wonderful Virgo season. Um, Usually health wise, it would just be not great, but I don't claim that anymore. You know, God has my back. So I just been making sure to take care of myself even more so whenever it's an earth season, especially when it gets around Capricorn and Taurus season. But um, yeah, so um, I started um, a challenge and it's free, of course. I have it posted up there um, as well as showing you guys like how I'm like what I'm doing for each um, day. So like the first day was to uh, it's about journaling, like setting your intentions for Scorpio season, which I did that yesterday. And um, today was, you know, stretch first thing in the morning, which I kind of already did because I went to the gym and of course I stretched before I work out. But, um, I did it again, like a more thorough, like calming one. Um, I just, you know, really, it feels so good to be able to back, to be back to my normal schedule. I no longer have to go to the program no more. I'm finished. I completed it. And so I actually took an hour today to do meditations, you know, prayer and all that good stuff, really, uh, connecting with, uh, God and everything. Um, because I haven't had to do a thorough one like that in a long time and it felt so good. You guys, I feel so calm. My body feels calm. I, I did a, um, what is it called? A, um, 
a nervous system meditation that really helps with calming the body down because I do naturally wake up with higher cortisol and it was affecting like my blood sugar, making me think that I was diabetic. And it turns out that that's not the truth. It turns out that it just early in the morning, I just have higher cortisol. And I think we all do, but mine's a little higher than normal. So it was affecting, it was giving me like higher blood sugar readings. But when I take it like uh, about like an hour or two after I'm done being up, um, or three, I actually have normal blood sugar. So they took me off of that pill, which is amazing. Um, so happy about that. And so like this day forth, I, with this, I created that Scorpio season challenge because I like nutrition wise and, you know, like mine, mine wise, I feel like I haven't been up to par. Like I usually could be, I could be a lot, lot better. Like I got my physical fitness is consistent for like, this is about to be going on three months now. And that's amazing for, uh, for me and my friend, of course. Um, but it's just not enough. Like I'm noticing that I'm starting to plateau because I haven't been really consistent with nutrition at all. And you can exercise to your blue in the fucking face. If you're not, if you're not basically being consistent with nutrition, you're, you're not going to really burn fat. And right now it's like, my muscles, I feel a lot of muscle growth, a lot. I actually would love to do a DEXA scan to see, but it's just covered under fluff. And unless for me to do, I need to cut that fluff off. So after I'm done with this episode, I'm probably going to go out and do some cardio. Um, um, cause that's what like my doctors want me to do because they said the weights are great, but they, I still need to do cardio to, you know, like get my heart rate and everything good. Um, which it is like perfect to be honest, but you know, I want to, I want to have optimum health pretty much, excuse me. But, um, yeah, so I am after I do cardio as well, um, because I'm taking this day off, it's a day to create, I've created some pendants and I want to really work on my store. Um, I want to create more. It's mainly, I feel like I want to do like a Scorpio season kind of base pendants. So of course it's not going to be multiple pendants. So when I announced that it that it's going to drop. Um, I would highly recommend, uh, for you guys to check it out. Cause if it sells, that's going to be it. Cause no crystal is never the same. And, you know, I just don't get like tens of thousands of the same thing. And these things are not mass produced. They come directly from the earth. So I intuitively picked these. So, um, of course the sale is now over. Um, it ended in on Libra, the last day of Libra season, which was the 22nd. So, um, if you still would like to support me and support my little shop, uh, please visit Alari Sky on Etsy. Um, that's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E jewelry on Etsy. Please make sure you type in the store name in the Etsy site because if you do it on Google, it will not show up. And um, there's lots to pick from right now. There's pendants. You know, I'm just trying to get rid of a lot of the older things. I'm going to be redoing some of them. Uh, especially cause like when I first started, I only knew how to wrap one way and now I know how to wrap multiple ways. So I want to allow, um, more skill to come in with that. Um, so if you want to go ahead and purchase, I'm thinking about just doing a 50 percent, 50% off on majority of items, not all. Um, cause I just want to get rid of it or I'm just going to either take it in public and try to sell it locally rather. Um, but yeah, just give it a, a look. I have crystal pendants, you guys. I have 
home decor crystals um, that are really nice and beautiful. So give it a look if you would like to support your girl. Uh, other than that, you know, the, it's officially a Scorpio season and boy, oh boy, is this going to be a powerful season when we have the new moon that is coming up. And it's not just a regular new moon, it's a solar eclipse in Scorpio. So really, truly this, you know, it's already the theme of transformation, but this ain't, this ain't playing. This is going to be real rebirth and transformation. I would highly recommend that if you haven't listened to the episode regarding the solar eclipse, new moon and Scorpio, please go back uh, to episodes. Cause I also did a, um, Scorpio, um, a Scorpio transformation meditation to go with it. Highly recommend that you do that too. Kind of like open yourself to being ready for this transformation. But of course, you know, as the season three is related to, excuse me, the natal moon in, um, the astro signs, uh, this is all about you. Wonderful, loving, (laughs) how can I put this? You wonderful Scorpio moons. You are loved. You are loved. You get the worst rap and, but I get it. I, I, I see you. I hear you. And the reason for that is that the, this, the sign, the moon does not like Scorpio and Scorpio does not like the moon. Okay. This sign is in fall when it comes to the moon and, uh, yeah, and that's because Taurus is exalted in it. So it's it loves Taurus, but Scorpio, you know, you guys have, you know, that Martian and Plutonic, uh, Plutonian um, energy, and it, it just ain't it for that. So the moon's like, OMG, I fucking hate this place because Scorpios, you know, you guys don't fuck around. You guys don't play. You guys, man just put it like this it's like I'm at a loss for words but I'm not it's like Scorpio suns you know in a way you know the sun is it's it's balanced there right because technically Aries is exalted in you know the sun you know Mars and the sun energy go hand in hand together well Scorpio has Mars as well so it's it's quite happy there you know, it has Mars as well, so it's it's decent there. But, but, okay. The Scorpio moon, you guys, you know, you're talking about, you know, the placement that is about expressing your emotions, about, and you know, your enhanced intuition, psychic ability, Um, what you need to feel safe and comfortable, that is something that scorpions, while they're an emotional sign, they, out of the water signs, the sign has fucking control over their emotions. So they can seem really detached. They can seem like they don't give two flying shit fucks rolling across the street. But deep down, under that hard exterior, they care deeply. Like, 
you will basically almost murder them to the point where you won't kill them, but it's to the point where they're like, oh, okay, this is how you are. They'll just seal themselves up and you'll never, ever know how a Scorpio feels, what they think, anything once they get to that point, right? So I kind of want to explain that because I know that, you know, I'm in all kinds of astrology things like groups and stuff and you know, I love to discuss and talk and everything else. And a, a lot of the time, the moon signs that get the worst rep is Scorpio moons. Um, I think, what's another one? Uh, Capricorn moons, uh, a lot of people, you know, have issues with. And even lately, I've been seeing Pisces moons, you know, um, that we, you know, like someone was saying we shouldn't even be able to walk the earth and all this really negative shit. And I'm like, why? Because we are sensitive in our feelings. Like, I guess, like, don't get me wrong. Like, we all have our, you know, placements that can be difficult or we've had experience with difficulty. But it doesn't mean that they're just like the shit on our shoe. You know what I mean? So with that said, of course, you guys know. I read from three books. Um, the first one is going to be Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac. Um, use birthstones to enhance your life. But Moonstone, not Moonstone, but Moon uh, Moon Style. So these are going to be the crystals that benefit you, Scorpio moons. And then the other one is Moonwise by Daniel Farr. It's uh, astrology, self-understanding, and lunar energies. And the last one is Moon Power by Lori Reed. It's how to... I'm reading this upside down. Let me switch it. How to harness the magic of the moon to improve your life. So we go from here. This is the start off to the Scorpio moon season. So let's go ahead and jump into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys, I'm I'm really excited about this season because... I don't know, this season, it's just like I said, the transformation, this is like the coming out rebirthed for the rest of the year, you know what I mean? Plus going forth. And so I just really enjoy doing a lot of shadow work. I've been doing a lot of journaling and working on things that, you know, like that's why I mentioned earlier today about my nutrition not being on par. And I follow this um, person, I think her name is called Moon Cactus on... um, on Instagram and I love her because she does these uh card uh readings like you know she'll take a picture of it and then you choose the card and then you you know slide the picture of course to the next photo and then it'll reveal what the card is and you basically pick the card drawn on the crystal that she has with it so um the one that I chose today which you know I I don't know tarot kind of it's like tarot is something else put it like that I don't do tarot because I don't know why. I just get uneasy energy whenever I try to use tarot cards. I've tried. I've tried multiple kinds and I don't know what it is. I just get uneasy and I don't really understand it that well. So it's something that I would have to really study with. And right now I just feel more comfortable with Oracle because I feel like it's more, I don't know. I don't want to say of the light. But I just feel like I connect like my intuition and every, like my just my energy connects to those better, in my opinion. And it they usually speak to like the gifts that I am currently um, working on to make stronger. 
So that's why I like um, that. But um, yeah, I got the tower today reversed. <laughs> the tower is, I, I, get, I don't like seeing that card. That card kind of bothers me in a way. But um, the reading that I got was, of course, that I've been not, I've been avoiding something that I need to really pay attention to because if I don't change it, it's going to pretty much blow up in my face. But it said that the the pinnacle card, um, king of pinnacles, I think fell out, which means that when this happens, something like big and huge and positive is going to happen to me, uh, like career wise, money wise and all that other stuff, like abundance pretty much is coming my way. And so I was just like, you know, I'm going to look at that. And I did the shadow work on what it is. And it was definitely ignoring my inner health. I feel like I'm focusing on everything on the outside, but I've not been that great with the inside. I've been slacking. So, all right. So basically, um, yeah, if you, you should, you know, take a look at her. I really like her uh, stuff. She does like middle week readings or readings for like the coming up stuff and I just, I just really like her, her page. So I highly recommend, uh, if you want to read that. So you guys, let's go ahead and jump in. So moon and Scorpio, your moon crystal is smoky quartz. Uh, your intuition crystal is Herkimer diamond, which I have one of those, you guys on my store. So I would highly jump to get it cause it's a very beautiful piece. Um, the stone is gorgeous. Um, the lunar crystals are agate, Apache tear, beryl, black obsidian, chirolite, dioptes, green jasper, hawkseye. Hawkseye is another name for blue tiger's eye, I believe. Um, Herkimer diamond, labradorite, malachite, rhodochrosite, rhodonite, rutilated quartz, uh, scepter, Scepter or scepter or scepter, uh, quartz. Um, it's S C E P T R E. I wonder if that specter quartz and they misspelled it, but it just says scepter, scepter, um, quartz. So smithsonite and turquoise are your lunar stones. Okay, so it says your moon crystal, smoky quartz, is an essential crystal for you, emotionally intense moon. For your emotionally intense moon, as it promotes detoxification and elimination on all levels, teaching you how to leave behind everything that no longer serves you, it fortifies your result. Uh, it fortifies your resolve and gives you strength during difficult times, enabling you to face these with equanimity. Um, and I think Smoky Quartz is a wonderful crystal for um, Scorpio moons because. You guys, you know, that placement, because you guys are kind of almost like an emotional, like you're almost fighting with trying to, you, you focus all your energy. My gosh, Tasha, get it out. You focus all your energy trying to control your emotions that I feel like you need, you know, and it, it, that can cause you to get in a negative state of mind, to be honest, when you're not really expressing yourself. And smoky quartz is a wonderful thing too. It's like an alchemy stone in a way. It turns negative energy, negative thoughts into positive. So that is a perfect stone for you guys, um, which is also on my store. So very cheap. Um, positive moon qualities. It says with the moon in Scorpio, Scorpio you have enorm enormous perspicacity. Perspic 
the knowledge that you will survive no matter what and a tremendous ca uh, capacity for self-transformation. This makes you an excellent guide for people who are exploring the dark places with which you are so familiar and your ability to see below the surface also makes you an effective healer. Rutilated Quartz Angel Hair is a, is a wonderful support for your soul. It brings out the positive qualities of your moon while Hawk's Eye helps you to change your focus and soar above the world rather than dwelling in the depths. So, um, that is the positive side of your, you guys' moon. And to be honest, like, Scorpio moons, you guys are fucking magical. Please use this shit. You guys have, like, high, to me, the most heightened with psychic ability, I feel like, um, and uh, intuition. You guys just, when you feel it in your gut, you, you, you just know it, like, you just fucking know it. And I just feel like when you allow yourself to really harness that gift, you can, you can really help people heal. Like, I really think those who have Scorpio moon, you guys make amazing psychologists, psychiatrists, you guys make amazing, you know, like, um, even, uh, non, uh, practical healers, you know, like Reiki, um, energy healers, like stuff like that. You guys can really get someone to dig deep because I would say definitely, um, Scorpios in general, you guys are just able to just bring out like my deepest secrets. And I think that's why I love you guys so much. It's because I can't do that with any other sign to be honest. Like there's just something about Scorpio where I just, I trust you and I just feel like you understand me. And uh, I'm, that's why I'm so grateful you guys, for you guys. Like, I don't give a fuck what people say about Scorpios. Like, these are people that just really seize my soul. Like, the real rawness of me. You know what I mean? There's a difference between seeing just my surface level. There's a difference uh, between seeing just, like, a little bit of, like, my personality. And there's a huge difference when you can see someone's soul, like, you you don't even see the person of how they look it's how they just how they just exist how they just are and i get that from scorpios and that's why i love you guys i fucking love you guys okay all right let me move on <laughs> explore your hidden needs you guys just speak to my little piscean my little piscean heart okay Anyways, you, your need is for your emotional intensity and strong commitment. Anything less makes you feel insecure. This moon sign holds on to the past and to entrenched emotions such as resentment or jealousy. So you have a powerful need for emotional release as there will have been traumas in your past. Your needs tend to be compulsive and forceful, erupting from the depths of your subconscious mind. This is, this is a cathartic cathartic moon that makes many tips down many trips down into the places other people fear to tread indeed exploring all the taboo areas of life is one of your greatest needs facing your own darkness transforms your experiences into fertile compost for new growth and this is a and this is facilitated by smoky quartz place a smoky quartz down a uh, point down below your feet to draw off negative energies and hold one to facilitate the insights that will set you free from the tyranny of your dark emotions just as you need to explore the depths of darkness so too you can rise to experience the heights of consciousness to facilitate initiation into the mysteries where labradite 
This is a highly protective and mystical stone, a bringer of light. It raises your consciousness, removes psychic debris, and trans and transforms your well your awareness. These are wonderful crystals, you guys, to work with. I'm telling you, smoky quartz. You cannot go wrong. Labradorite, definitely one of my favorite uh, crystals. It, it it like it mentions is a very protective stone a lot of people tend to forget that they only look at it as like the whole magical enhancing intuition no it protects your aura it causes a shield over your aura so that it can't be leaked and protects you from psychic attacks any ill will and just pretty much anything so scorpio moons highly recommend you get this um as well as the smoky quartz is a wonderful thing to use together in my opinion but it says like, you know, your hidden needs like Scorpios, you guys need to get down to the bottom of everything. That's why you guys would make great detectives too, <laughs> because that is just part of who you are. The part of you is treading into the deep darkness. And that's why perhaps you guys are misread because people assume that because you want to go so deep that it's like a negative toxic thing. But really it isn't. You just want to know the depth of people the things you do, just everything. And that to me is okay because a lot of people won't pay attention to detail. You know, you're, you're a fixed sign, you know, fixed. You guys really focus and harness what you are doing. You don't like half-ass it pretty much. So really um, use those crystals to kind of help uh, enhance your, you know, your talents and kind of really help with your emotions and, you know, the jealousy, you know, resentment. You don't want to deal with that because that's what makes Scorpio toxic because you guys will hold on to, you know, resentment a lot for what people did. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get burned twice, but forgive. It's just not worth holding on to grudges. It really isn't. Okay. So overcome emotional blocks. The Scorpio moon has some of the most toxic old, ta old tapes and the most entrenched emotional blocks, but the good news is that these can be transformed. Resentment, power struggles, fear of inadequacy or abandonment, alienation, and ancient rejection are just some of the poisonous residues that could be unconsciously motivating your behavior. Bitterness of the heart can be healed with agate. This stone releases inner anger and emotional trauma, fosters love, and creates security by dissolving internal tension. If you are disheartened after trauma, agate, agate promotes trying again. Lavender, pink smith, smithsonite heals past experiences of abandonment and abuse, and abuse, rebuilding trust and security, while green agate encourages emotional flexibility. Fire agate dissolves your destructive desires. Moss agate helps you to shed your emotional baggage. And dioptase heals betrayal and the pain of abandonment. Green Jasper helps you to release from obsessions and compulsions. It restores balance when one part of your life has become all important to the detriment of others. So, you know, this is things that uh, you want to use uh, when it comes to helping um, the emotional blocks, as, as mentioned, because one of the biggest things that I really see struggling with Scorpio um, energy is the power struggles, resentment uh, and abandonment, um, and alienation because you guys, man, it's just so sad. It's like, once you guys are devastatedly hurt, like you guys are never the same. And it doesn't matter how much time goes by. 
you guys are just not the same. You just get to the point where you trust no one at that point. And it, and it really sucks because let's say the person who comes into your life after that kind of gets the short end of the stick, right? Meaning that you're not going to be as open. You're going to be extremely, what do you call that word? Um, paranoid, um, thinking that this person, like you're not going to want to allow yourself to get close to that person. And to me, that's not fair to someone who had nothing to do with the trauma that you went to. And I feel like when it comes to that point, like Scorpio moons, you guys really need to get, um, I will look into some therapy and I'm not saying that to be an asshole. I'm just saying seriously, because when you guys get fucked over, it just affects your whole entire fucking being. And I feel like you guys don't want to talk to people, especially the people around you, unless you really, you really, really trust them. And that's going to be hard anyway, considering what happened to you. So at least, um, I feel like it would be more helpful. I don't know if you guys think like me, but I felt like, you know, um, that it was easier for me to go extremely like open. Cause the only person that I go open with is people I truly, truly trust and love that I know who have the best interest. And that's usually family, my husband, um, and, um, very, very few friends that I've opened up like that deep to because I've been burned so much. But, um, going to therapy really helped me because I felt like, because I didn't know this person personally, they won't, you know, the, and they're, they don't judge you. They, they actually will see through everything and be able to help you fix where you're broken. And I feel like as Scorpio moons, because you guys, you know, are like that, I think it would just do some really, some great good for you to go to therapy at that point so that you're not, so that you can find a way to be confident in, you know, like being able to be you and be open. And I feel like, um, what was I going to say? Cause now it's like, I went blank. I, I, I just feel that, um, it would just be very helpful for you guys. Uh, no kidding. Like you guys deserve to not have to look over your shoulder all the time. You don't deserve to have to feel jealous and be afraid of not, you know, being alienated and abandoned. Like you don't, you don't need to feel that way. Um, because you are truly loved and cared for And to be honest, no matter what people are going to do, what people want to do, you know, we can't expect us from other people. And I know, even though we think this way should be that way and that way should be this way. It's just not the case with some people. Some people are just very fucking selfish. They don't give a fuck about other people but themselves. And those are the kind of people who fuck it up for everyone else. And so don't allow a fuck face that wants to be an asshole and selfish to ruin the beauty that is you. Because when you guys are really open, you just really get to see the passion and love and the wonderful emotions that come out of you guys just makes people feel like they are on cloud nine. And it's just, it's so sad when that is ripped away from not only you, but for someone that loves you. So just my little two cents there. (laughs) Okay. So it says nurture yourself intensity and all consuming passion provide nourishment for you. When you are emotionally fed and sexually fulfilled, you are empowered. 
When you suffer emotional deprivation, you retreat into abusive power over others. See? That's why it's just very important to take care of yourself, you guys. Like I said, to nurture yourself. Self-nurturing is facilitated by drawing emotional nourishment from your own inner reserves rather than demanding it from others. Cherylite, the stone of transformation, is excellent for promoting self-nurturing. It overcomes your resistance, provides deep emotional healing, and puts things into perspective. This is an excellent stone for conquering the compulsions and obsessions of your alienated moon and for releasing frustration at all levels. Um, develop your intuition. Herkimer Diamond resonates with your own sharp perception in its smaller, clear form. It's excellent for opening the third eye and for connecting to the highest spiritual levels. It has a crystal memory into which information can be poured for later retrieval. In its larger form, it creates a protective grid around you. Two Herkimer Diamonds can be programmed to, inha to enhance telepathy between partners. Oh, interesting. I like that. Okay, so your Scorpio, Scorpio moon past lives. Past life rules for the Scorpio moon tend to be associated with alchemy, medicine, death, and anything clandestine. Your previous lives have centered around power and exploring the great mysteries of life, and you may well have experienced persecution and trauma. You have been the priest and the healer, the midwife, and quite possibly the death bringer as you explored all that was hidden and forbidden black obsidian addresses previous misuse of power it composes the past to facilitate soul growth helping release negative energies while rhodochrosite assists in healing the past and shows you the gift in your experiences hawkside brings to the surface emotions or dis-ease from previous lives and turquoise teaches you that karma is ongoing and that you are the creator of your own reality scepter um, quartz is a naturally formed crystal point wrapped around the end of a rod that looks rather like a crystal phallus. This occult symbol of power puts you in touch with esoteric abilities from another life and is a powerful healing tool for karmic dis disease, especially if misuse of sexual power has been involved. Malachite is useful for psychosexual problems that stem from past life causes because it blocks the reason behind the disease. Malachite may need to be tempered with the compassionate, forgiving energies of rhodochrosite. Dioptase teaches you that pain and difficulty in a relationship stem from inner separation from yourself. This powerful heart healer repairs the, the link and fills the emotional block hole that is desperate for love. It releases the cons considerable wisdom you have acquired in past lives. So here's your forgiveness ritual. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> to give and receive forgiveness, you will need a large piece of rhodonite. Hold the crystal in your hands. Allow your eyes to travel over its surface. You will notice that it combines red with black, showing you both sides of an issue. Close your eyes and quietly attune to the crystal. Let it vibrate energy, flow through your hands, up your arms, and into your heart. As the, as the energy reaches your heart, feel, feel it open and expand. Touch the crystal to your heart and think of the person or situation that needs forgiveness. Allow the road knight to absorb any, resentful, any resentment you may be holding and feel its forgiving energy into your heart and flow through your whole body. Say out, li say out loud, I welcome forgiveness into my heart and into my life. I forgive all those who have caused me hurt and ask forgiveness from those I have wronged. Sit quietly for a few minutes with your eyes focused on the crystal. When you have finished, place the crystal under running water for 15 minutes to cleanse it. 
then wear it or place it under your pillow. <coughs> so that's a powerful forgiveness um, ritual, you guys. And that's the end of that book. I hope that was helpful for you guys. For those of you who are into crystals and you can know like what crystals work wet, uh, best with your moon sign. And so the next one is uh, the book Moonwise. And this is uh, your Scorpio moon, your lunar profile. So the eighth sign of the Zodiac, Scorpio, is a water sign ruled by two planetary gods, Pluto, ruler of the underworld, and Mars, the god of war. It is a feminine sign that has a close connection to the moon and to emotions. This is a powerful moon that is more intense than any other because of its planetary rulers. Pluto's underworld influence hides emotions. Mars is perpetually prepared for emotional battle. Combine these two rulers influence you to be intense and secretive. So I can tell you now, if you have a hard time with someone who is um, intense, <laughs> don't, date, don't date a Scorpio moon as well as the secretive part. Again, don't date them because you will never, and I will, I will not repeat this enough. You will never fully know the motives and the secrets of a Scorpio period. That is just part of who they are. That is part of the Plutonian part of them. Pluto hides a lot of things. And that's why usually when it's in retrograde, things will usually kind of come, come forward with that. So, um, yeah. Don't do it. It's not for, it is not, Scorpio moons are not for the weak. You are very intuitive and your emotions run very deep. So deep, so deep in fact that you can be very powerful and secretive. You, you see, secretive is the second time they mentioned that. You can easily dominate another, but also find it easy to withdraw to your inner world. Passion is the word that best describes you. You are passionate about all aspects of your life. It is hard for you to let anyone in because your passion can become excessive. <clears throat> Your memory is phenomenal, but then again, the inability to forget can be a mixed blessing. Yeah. Um, Scorpios never forget. Um, that's why you just don't, don't fuck with them. I'm telling you, if you want to be in this person's life forever, please don't try to cross them. They, they, they really don't forget. Like my husband to this day will bring up something that happened. I'm not kidding you guys, like 10 years ago. And I'm like, what? What the hell? <laughs> really? Don't, 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 just don't. <clears throat> when describing your personality, each trait should be preceded by the word very or intensely. Your magnetic personality draws people to you and you don't want, you don't want, you don't want for potential friends or companions in your life. Your moon is a true seductress and makes you quite alluring and undeniable. When close ties to the moon, you are incredibly intuitive. With very little effort, you can hone your instincts to the extent that you can never be fooled. The truth will not elude you regardless of its nature. It's next to impossible for others to hide things from you and totally impossible to hide from yourself. Others can develop a distaste for your intuitive abilities because they feel that you snoop too much. Avoid verbalizing your intuitively gained knowledge. Once you've harnessed self-discipline, your intuitive abilities combined with the strength of your inner self will make you very powerful. 
Your memory serves you very well. A photographic memory is a wonderful characteristic except when it keeps you from forgiving. You may have trouble forgiving anyone that has ever treated you poorly, especially yourself. People do make mistakes, and if you hold them or yourself forever accountable, you will never be happy in life. This this is what I was saying earlier. It's just not... You cannot move forward in life if you're just holding fucking grudges with people. It's just not worth it. And a lot of people aren't going to deal with that, to be honest. They just really just remove themselves. Because we do. We all make mistakes. And, of course, I'm not saying that, you know, you have to hold on to someone who's toxic as fuck. I'm just saying forgive, but just don't allow yourself to be burned. You know, remove yourself from that person. That's just the best way to do it. Forgiveness is an admirable trait that is worth taking to extremes. You have the ability to withdraw and to be lost in your own world for periods of time. No one is allowed to share your inner world except perhaps your soulmate. Exactly. You'll never really know the deepness and fullness of a Scorpio unless they fucking love you. And I mean, like like I said, you have to be very special and a wonderful person for them to do that. You are an intensely sensual person. If you understand and, and instinctively use your sensuality, you can be alluring without crossing the line. Your sensuality has a tremendous appetite. You want to feel connected with others. Meeting your need for physical intimacy is important. If this does not happen, sex can become a crutch that is used to replace the affection you are missing. If you harness the gifts you've received from your Scorpio moon, you can be powerful, alluring, intimate, and intimidating. The choice is yours. So... This is a very magnetic moon, as it mentioned, and this is why so many people are drawn to you Scorpio moons, because it's just something about you that is just mysterious, that we just want to know, you know, we just want to just really, like, understand you, put it like that, it's very attractive, at least it is for me. (laughs) Alright, so influences on the Scorpio moon personality, so um, this is the... This goes with the <clears throat> transiting moons. So it's not other natal moons is, is how you Scorpio moons are affected by the transiting moons in each of the 12 signs. So first one, of course, Scorpio moon personality in the Aries moon. And that means Aries moon transit pretty much. The fiery nature of this sign is attractive to you since its planetary ruler is also Mars. The heat from this moon blends well, blends well with your passionate outlook. It will not add intensity, but it will add drive and motivation. This moon will help you to get moving. It is a take charge and get it done moon. The Aries influence persona does not like to, to just sit and play. It will push, it will push you to accomplish something Use this time to make major strides toward your goals. The Aries moon is also known for its passionate. Granted, its passion does not hold a candle to yours, but the energies will feel comfortable to you. So, yeah, to me, I feel like um, fire passion and, like, uh, the Scorpio passion is different. Like I said, I feel like the fire passion is, it's more, um, it's just more in your face, in my opinion. It's more in your face, it's more explosive, and I feel like the Scorpio passion is just very deep and intense. So, that is the difference that I notice. Your emotions may run hot in this moon. A disagreement can quickly turn to anger. This is especially prevalent when you when your intuition tells you something different than that than what you hear from the other person. The trick is to know when you are intuitively obtaining the truth and when your own emotions such as jealousy are clouding your judgment. Scorpio moon personality and the Taurus moon. 
Don't get buried by this earth moon. It's well grounded and could drain your energy. You might think that you need to rest after the Aries moon, but as the days roll on, you will feel your energy continuing to slip away. It is the nature of the bull to be a homebody. You may find that cuddling on the couch in front of a warm fire, just what you need. Um, this can be a very sensual moon if your relationship is firmly rooted. The Taurus moon emphasizes a comfortable, safe home and an, and an emotionally secure lifestyle. This is a good time to take a look at any issues you may have with security. You will be very warm-hearted during this moon. You may appear to be weak or drained, but if you are happy inside, all is well. Be yourself and enjoy the intimacy of the person closest to you. Scorpio moon personality and the Gemini moon. This moon induces a complete lack of focus. The airy nature of this moon will affect affect your perception of the int intuitive information you receive. You may feel mentally scattered and not sure of your instincts. You use your intuitive abilities, whether you realize it or not, to guide you in the most areas of your life. Your intuition is attuned to the truth and helps to keep your passionate emotional responses in line with the desires. When the cosmic messages are being jammed as they are in this moon, you are less able to find your way and your emotions have more freedom to react. You may become jealous where your primary relationship is concerned. This is also a flirtatious moon. Flirting by your partner with another could send you over the edge. In order to offset the emotional responses centered around jealousy, you may become very possessive. If your mate can't leave your sight, there's a reason to worry. Be careful with the moon, with this moon. Um... Okay, the next one is with um, um, a Scorpio moon personality in the Cancer moon. Oh, you guys, we can probably be at home here. Anyways, Cancer is also a water moon, but unlike the Scorpio moon, it is very moody. You appreciate and are at home in this moon's romantic energy, but you are not accustomed to moodiness which certainly will be uncomfortable. And you know what's funny, though, is that I do feel, because my husband is a Cancer moon, I do feel that Cancer moons are way more moody than Scorpio moons. And for somehow, Scorpio moons kind of get that rep, too, that, like, oh, they're fucking moody. But I feel like it's not, like, Cancer moons. Like, oh, my God, Cancer moons. Um, I love you guys, but I'm just saying, like, the roller coaster of like moods is just, it's like me and me, it's like my mind jumping from like different subjects to different subjects. That's like how the moodiness is with Cancer Moon. So, and this is not about Cancer Moons, but anyway. Um, okay, so it says, Your feelings run deep, and in the Cancer Moon, you will be highly sensitive to others' feelings. It will also be easy for others to hurt your feelings. You will react more readily to stimulation from another, be it positive or negative. Emotions will vary in intensity, but more than more often than not will be on the upper end of the scale. This is due to the combination of your emotional intensity with the moon's emotive influence. Your best prescription for this moon's influence is to try to stay calm and to learn from your reactions. Cancer moons can be very difficult for the Scorpio moon people I know. I regularly visit with my counselor's friends and each time we meet or talk, they ask when the cancer moon is coming. It affects them so much they have developed their own cure. Wow, I think that's a great idea. Like for me, I would say um, 
Scorpio moon makes me more deep and more sensitive, but definitely when the moon is in Pisces, it really affects my moon because that's what I am anyway. So I'm like even more like sensitive and cry and everything else. So um, that is kind of a good way to kind of look at that to see which ones you like. That way you can kind of either like take some time for yourself or do things for yourself that you know will help you from reacting in a, in a kind of way. All right, so Scorpio moon, personality, and the Leo moon. This could be a beneficial moon. The Leo moon encourages strength, willfulness, and pride. The fire energy provided by this moon will highlight your warm heart, vivacious personality, and charm. You exhibit, you exhibit the same basic traits as the person with the natal Leo moon, um, except that these traits are of the inner self rather than the outer self. Emotionally, you, you have a great deal of strength and willpower. You are full of life and love deeply. When these two sets of lunar characteristics are combined, you will become wholly strong and willfully a force to be reckoned with. Generally, you will be loving and caring, sensitive and strong, and fully able to overpower lesser will wills with the strength of your constitution. Consider using your willpower, strength, sensitivity, and charm to find a quiet, a quiet beach and lie in the sun for a few days. As one of my council friends noted, I like to reward myself for a job well done. Okay, so obviously that's a good moon. I feel like, see, I feel like because you guys are Martian ruled, that you guys just, I think fire works well with you guys. I think Scorpio is the only water sign that works very well with fire. And I'm not saying the other ones don't, but if you're just going to look at that sign alone, you know, they kind of have that. Um, I just feel like they work with anyone there's there's just certain ones in each you know like sign I feel like that just kind of works well with anybody and so that's how that's what I think at least um like for me I feel like um Scorpio out of the water sign seems to work well with almost any um other element um because they're kind of versatile um I feel like out of the air signs I really do feel like it's Libra um, out of the fire signs, mm, I'm probably going to say Aries, um, and then out of the, um, earth signs, I feel like Taurus, um, the rest of them, like, are just definitely more so they need to, like, they seem to work well either within, like, earth or water or air and fire and stuff like that, vice versa, so, you just have certain signs that seem to kind of work like, I don't know. They're just, it's just more like open and I don't know. It's hard to explain. That's just, <laughs> I guess maybe from my experience. Cause I feel like as a Libra, um, I just feel like I get along with everyone. Uh, and for some reason it's definitely, and I know it's cause of my moon more earth, um, earth, water, really everyone, to be honest. Um, I don't, I like, I don't know. I just, I just work well with everyone, I guess. Um, Aries, of course, you guys know that we kind of have our yikes, but out of other, out, out of like elements, I feel like I work well with, with all of them. I probably get on earth people's nerves though, because of my indecisiveness. Right. Right. I know I do. Anyways, <laughs> Scorpio moon personality in the Virgo moon. This is another well-grounded earth moon, but with a twist, the Virgo moon inspires analysis of all things. 
including your own emotions. Life in, the, life in this moon will be sedate or at least more so than usual. Lethargy is a common complaint, but it's less common in the moon in this moon than in Taurus. Taurus moon. Since you are so deeply emotional and this is a safe moon, take a hard and detailed look at yourself. Which direction do you want to take with your life? Why is it not headed that way? What are, what are your long-term goals? And what stops you from achieving them? What do you want to be when you grow up? And why is it taking so long? This moon provides the perfect backdrop for detailed self-analysis and the close examination of your relationships. Your intuitive powers will assist you. Bob, the husband of a close friend, often takes talks about his desire to strike out on his own in a completely different field of work. This moon helps Bob to plan this for his transition and make real choices about timing and the future. This is a hard-working moon, and to feel comfortable in it, you will have to work. Your intuition is available to help with the internal processes. Scorpio moon personality in the Libra moon. The airy Libra moon will influence you to be a little scatterbrained, but that is the extent of its negative energy. This moon is very loving and caring and promotes sensitivity to the other people's feelings. In your dealings with others, you might find yourself excessively concerned for their feelings. Your intuition will sort through these concerns and determine the difference between your fears of hurting their feelings and the reality of doing so. Take a look at the fears that come up because they may be manifestation of your own security issues. This moon will act on you gently as if to influence you with a caressing touch. This is a weak moon that is unable to combat your inner strength and willpower. The only exception is its ability to scatter your focus. The Libra moon is well-versed in making a person unsure about their emotional state. So you guys can be actually quite vulnerable on this moon. So, uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that because now they're going to be like, oh, Libra moons, let me put up that mask. <laughs> Even more so. We all know how you Scorpios are. You're always like five steps ahead of everyone. Okay, so Scorpio moon personality in the Scorpio moon. A Scorpio moon personality in a Scorpio moon transit can be compared to taking off your sunglasses to look directly at the sun. This moon will add intensity to your already intense emotional self. You will require much, much from other people and expect them to stand clear. If you are in an adoring primary relationship, then your sensuality will come into play. Let this be the catalyst for a romantic evening with your favorite person. Two of my friends who are a couple become less fully passionate in this moon. If you are insecure with your mate, your jealousy and possessiveness could flare at any minute before you cut loose with a, with a broad... Listen, listen to and trust your intuition. You are probably just feeling the negative effects of this moon. In reality, you probably are adored, but possibly not in the manner that you would prefer. Use the intensity of this moon to make improvements. Try to remain in your negative feelings until life returns to some form of normalcy. So this will be very intense for you guys because it's like you're already that sign natally and then it's just enhanced even more um, because it's in the same sign. I think that's why I, I am more sensitive, more sad, more emotional um, on a Pisces moon because it's just everything gets to me. Everything, you guys, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm just like a crying mess. Like I can just be sitting here and I'm watching a show and something cute happens and I'm bawling my fucking eyes out. It's just a mess. It's a mess, but that's just who I am. And I accept that now. And that's just who you guys are. So just beware of that kind of make sure you're doing a little TLC to yourself on Scorpio moons, moon transits, because it, it is going to be way more intense. Okay. So Scorpio moon personality and the Sagittarius moon. 
You have an innate need for freedom from emotional ties in your life. Relationships are very important to your peace of mind, but you also need to feel independent and to be free from clean emotional relationships. The Sagittarius moon is a freedom-loving moon that looks at life as a carefree day in the beach. This should be a good blend of energies for you. The fire energy of the moon will keep you on the move. The emotional freedom fostered by both moons will give you permission to enjoy yourself. A couple of days in the sunshine will do you good. I recommend downtime for people with Scorpio moons and the fire moons. Um, I have seen that my Scorpio moon friends require regular recharging. The intensity that their moon brings to their lives can quickly become overpowering. The danger in this moon is the total abandonment of responsibilities and commitments. You are far too sensitive to abandon another person, but be aware that others could feel that they are being abandoned under certain, certain circumstances. You don't have to physically run away because mental and emotional freedom are what you really desire. So, yeah, this is a moon that, you know, Sagittarius energy is just about really kind of doing your own thing. Um, <laughs> you know, Sagittarius energy is about like freedom, exploring um just really being able to do your own, like, I mean, the second you're like, ooh, you know, I want to just strive to, I don't know, five hours away to another thing. Impulsively, that is Sagittarius energy. That can make you feel like, like, really, you don't want to do anything. Like, you don't want to be bound down with work. You don't want to be really bound down with anyone. You just want to be able to have that freedom to just do the things you enjoy. So you got to be very careful with that, Scorpio moons. Because it can cost you to abandon something that you don't want to. So as mentioned, just make sure you're, you know, taking a break and, you know, taking care of yourself during this Sagittarian moon for you guys. So Scorpio moon personality in the Capricorn moon. This earth moon is practical. When influenced by this moon, you will be courageous, strong, willful, and driven to achieve. The Capricorn moon is driven to succeed, but only when there is a personal stake in the outcome. This is not a moon to try to accomplish something for someone else. You must be personally invested in the results. This moon will have a calming effect on your usual intensity. The grounding nature of this moon will drain some of the some, some of that passion and help you to, to assert yourself without becoming upset. This is a moon to work on your emotional ties with earthly ideals and items. The abundance of self-storage businesses these days speaks to the growing number of pack rats that our society is breeding. This is a great time to cut the ties that bind you to unused stuff. In the course of one Capricorn moon transit, I visited three garage sales, each at the house of a Scorpio moon friend. All right, so a Scorpio moon personality in the Aquarius moon. The Aquarius moon can bring a host of unfamiliar circumstances it is a moon that can lead you to believe that you have no emotions and that you don't need them. This air moon can be unpredictable and inconsistent. If you pretend that you have no emotions, those emotions will remain hidden and there is no telling where or when they will erupt. You may be prone to depression or withdrawal during this moon. <sighs> I bought this book you used and someone highlighted that, so that must be something they must be dealing with. Oh, um, I wish I could help you a little scorpion. Um, the death at which you feel your emotions is only matched by the death at which the Aquarius moon persona tries to hide them. In order to sort out his feelings, Bob would go to the woods by himself for several days every few months. His wife and I looked at the dates he chose and found they almost always coincided with the Aquarius moon. 
This moon will improve communication skills, but care must be taken not to not to give the impression of insensitivity. This is unlikely, but at times you can be very matter of fact, and when mixed with the with the anesthetized feelings of the Aquarius moon, insensitivity could result. If you are flexible in your approach to others, you will get along just fine. Scorpio moon personality in the Pisces moon. The Pisces moon is a moon of idealism when it comes to emotions and relationships. In the water moon, your emotions will be the focus, but in the realm of the perfect relationship, the perfect romantic encounter, or the perfect lover, you will feel better about your primary relationship and about yourself unless your primary relationship is not headed in the right direction. If that is the case, there will be some emotions to work through regarding your level of commitment. This is a wonderful moon. If you are in the right place with the right person, life will be sweet and you may find yourself planning to build the cottage with the white picket fence. Improve your relationship with your partner. The romanticism of this moon will help to soften both sides. This moon can also be used to improve your relationship with yourself. Reward yourself for efforts to overcome recent difficulties Make some plans for your future. Create in your mind the vision of the perfect relationship, the perfect house, or the perfect life. Use affirmations to help bring your idealistic creations to fruition. This will be especially effective on a new moon. So this is a wonderful wonderful time, obviously, to be a little romantic and sweet and kind of do some like fun things with your partner and just really kind of express yourself in a way during this time. So it would be the easiest, definitely. But that is it for that one. And then we're in the last book, which is Moon Power um, for our wonderful, wonderful Scorpio, Scorpio moons. Okay, so Moon and Scorpio. Key character points. Your your instinctive response is your best character. Oh, what the fuck am I? You guys, I am totally like my mind is like spacing because my body is going through like trying to start my moon cycle and I don't think well around that time. (laughs) So forgive me. Okay. And I know TMI, TMI. Okay. So your, your instinctive response is penetrating and intense. Ooh, your best characteristics are shrewdness and an ability to focus exclusively on the task in hand your negative qualities are jealousy and irritability. You dislike disloyalty in any form. You need to feel in control of your environment and of the people you are with. You must learn to take yourself less seriously. Like, serious, you guys. Like, relax, okay? Relax. Um, okay, so the essential you. It says cool, sexy, mysterious, mean, and broody. All the things that somehow just attracts me to you. Why so sexy? Why so sexy? Huh? Okay. Anyways, these are a few of the ad- adjectives that describe an individual born with, this, with the moon in Scorpio. A born survivor, you are blessed with tremendous strength of character and ability to focus your total attention upon a task and a tenacity of purpose that will not be deflected until you object until your object has been reached. Objective, rather. Come on, Hasha. With these kind of indomitable qualities, you tend to be a formidable, formidable personality to deal with, a master or mistress of control. 
You usually like to take charge of a situation and always play your cards close to your chest. So <laughs> I think it's funny that that's like the main thing they like use as like metaphorically, I feel like for you Scorpio moons is playing your cards close to your chest. Like you guys, um, <laughs> obviously it's just about intensity and control and all that stuff, which I find that funny, like how Scorpios love to control other people, but God forbid you try to control them, right? Right? Am I right? Okay. Okay. I get it. All right. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump in. So that is, this shows uh, your sun and moon sign combination chart. So this shows just how well you, your outward persona sun sign and inner personality moon sign are integrated your scorpio moon uh, your moon in scorpio with so this is going to go through i'm going to it's all 12 of the zodiac your sun sign in which is all 12 of the zodiac combination keynotes which is like um i guess character um you know like characteristics and a star rating so i'm going to go ahead and read it and i'll let you know how many stars and i hope you can kind of remember what it is because I feel like it takes longer when I have to do that constantly so one star means highly subjective meaning that your Scorpio moon and whatever sun sign you are um it's it's clashing two stars means at odds with yourself meaning you kind of have you know like some kind of polarity there where you're constantly kind of fighting with yourself three stars says needs work need to work toward achieving inner balance, meaning that it's, you know, it's, there's some issues, but there's a way to balance that out. Of course, four stars is in harmony. And of course, five stars strongly integrated, meaning that your moon and your sun is vibing. They are making out, they are kissing, they are just loving each other. Okay. So, okay, let's start with sun and Aries combination keynotes with having a Scorpio moon is athletic. Ooh, that's three stars. So um, you're going to need that balance there. Taurus, um, combination keynotes is stubborn. Each two stars, you know, you're at odds with yourself. Gemini, um, sharp and perceptive is, uh, three stars again at odds. Oh, I'm sorry. I read the wrong one. I think so. No, I didn't. So, wow. That's amazing. The Gemini, um, sun has three stars with the Scorpio moon basically you just need to balance cancer um you'll it's deeply emotional so that's a five star rating um leo fiercely loyal that's three star rating virgo vocational instinct three star rating libra sun um with a um scorpio moon is animal magnetism that's only two stars scorpio um double Scorpio obsessional that's a one star Sagittarius idealistic um two stars Capricorn single-minded three stars and Aquarius insightful only two stars and Pisces psychologically aware is five stars so that's good it says lifestyle the Scorpio moon at home um Traditionalists at heart, you go for honest to goodness, quality and comfort when it comes to furniture and fittings. Antique is usually preferable to modern and darker, richer colors chosen rather than lighter hues. Since Scorpio is a water sign, living by a river or overlooking the sea would be a great draw. You and your family, 
Your admiration of feisty women probably stems from early memories of your mother, who is, if she is, if she is a tip, is typical of a Scorpio moon parent, may well have been either strong or manipulative or both. You are likely to be loyal and supportive to your brothers and sisters and feel a close kinship with them. As parents, members of the moon signs are usually loving but strict. At work, Scorpio moon individuals are likely ever to find themselves on skid row once they have an uncanny sixth sense that leads them to employment of one sort of an- or another. If you belong to this sign, you will operate more successfully as a boss rather than an employee, for in most situations, you like to be the one who gives the orders. With your intuitive abilities and investigative mind, psychological or psychiatric work will appeal. Surgery, the police force, or research of any kind will also attract. Yeah, I feel like Scorpio um, moons would make amazing psychologists or something like that. Unwind by taking part in a karate class. Money matters. You are a canny investor intuitively picking the policy or saving scheme that will yield the highest dividends. Health notes. Problems with the reproductive organs can sometimes be the weak link in the Scorpio moon system. Um, Let's see. Relating to others, your emotional pattern. Intense is the appropriate adjective to describe the emotions of a Scorpio moon subjective. Let's just, that is just the complete thing, you guys. Just know you're intense. You cannot get away from that word. You may well appear glassy, smooth on the surface, but your feelings will run in virtually unfathomable labyrinthine channels down to your very core. So deep, in fact, that others find you quite enigmatic. But this is precisely what gives you the air of mystery that makes you so fascinating and magnetically alluring. Indeed, potential love interests fall over themselves to get close enough to you and attempt to unlock your secrets. Interestingly, though, while you yourself tend to be secretive, you have an innate ability to see through others, which makes you a brilliant psychologist and master of the art of subtle manipulation. With your razor-sharp intuitive capacity, you can spot an untruth, a psychophant, or a fraud a mile away. For in your book, sincerity is what counts. Life for you is either black or white. With very little room for gray areas in between, you either take to someone or first on first meeting, or you dislike them on sight. Few people get a second chance. Forever riding an emotional roller coaster, you know the heights of joy and the depths of misery. Sex is very important in your scheme of things, and it and it is a deep, meaningful relationship that you seek to achieve with your chosen partner in life. You cannot resist a challenge, so you, your ideal life partner needs to be spunky and passionate, prepared to give as good as they get to this relationship. You pledge total commitment. You are prepared to give 100% loyalty, but you also demand 100% return. When you are completely sure of your ground, then you prove honest, supportive, and deeply caring, a constant and faithful companion. You give your heart and soul willingly and totally to the one you love. So you guys, you guys, you guys just, I think you guys just have a wonderful personality. And I understand, like, I get, I understand that you guys want to be protected because, you know, um, I I relate to that. Like you just don't want to give your emotions to anyone because some people have walked all over it. And, you know, it's just you have to have patience to work with a Scorpio moon, really Scorpio anything like it, it's a lot of work. It really is. Um, 
And I say that with love. I don't say that out of hate. I, I because I understand. I I get it. I get, you know, why you guys are so hidden and not really close it off, but you, like you have to be patient for you guys to open up and really, you can't push a Scorpio, you know, you can't, especially a Scorpio moon, you can't push them to open up if they don't want to, you have to just love them and be patient and love them for how they are then. And eventually when they see that you love them no matter what, and you're not trying to change them, that's when they will really truly open. So if, like I said, if you're dating, if you want to date a Scorpio, um, it is, it's not for the week. It really isn't. It's not for the week. Um, okay. So how your Scorpio moon relates to your partner's moon. And so this is Scorpio moons going through all 12 of the Zodiac, like whatever moon sign your partner is, then, um, you know, choose which one it is and listen to what it says about you guys and how you relate. Okay. So Scorpio moon with an Aries moon. If you can curb your jealous impulses and respect your partner's need for personal freedom, the rewards in terms of your shared passions will move and take up for your differences. Taurus, um, uh, Scorpio moon with a Taurus moon. Your moon is, is in a water sign. That of your partner is in earth. Earth and water mix can produce a muddy swap. Alternatively, they can form the basis of creation. The choice is yours. So that's kind of basically a saying it can either go good or it can either go bad. So uh, Scorpio moon with Gemini moon, your Scorpio, your Scorpio moon is jealous and possessive, whereas your partner's Gemini moon demands freedom. Consequently, this makes for a highly volatile situation. And I can tell you, um, I had um, a friend of mine who this person is a Gemini son um, and they had a Scorpio, um, you know, like pretty much like kind of the same. Um, not saying it can't happen, but hopefully the Gemini has some water and maybe some earthy placements in there, uh, because, um, this girl was very flirtatious and that's just the natural way of a Gemini. Very flirtatious, very like in your face, love to be out with friends, love to be out with lots of people. And then her husband, you know, was a... Scorpio and he like he don't mind being with people but he really didn't like how flirtatious she was like at all so of course that relationship ended up not working out but it's just uh, (laughs) I'm not gonna say anything about that the choice is yours just just know that if you're going to be, and it's not, if you are, you are, you, you, your jealousy is easily sparked as a scorpion. So good luck with that because that is just, you know, Gemini's are just very flirtatious, put it like that. Anyway, cancer, intense feelings and deep love will underlie this union despite occasional moves and temperamental outbursts. Passion will be plentiful and sex will be both satisfying and rewarding. Okay, uh, Scorpio moon with Leo moon. Though emotionally very different types, there is a powerful magnetic attraction that draws the two of you together. Sexually sultry, your union will sizzle and smolder on. Um, Scorpio moon with Virgo moon. Potentially a relationship together could be a scorcher in more ways than one. In reality, however, Scorpio moons are physically demanding while Virgo moons can be somewhat prudish. So sex can be a problem here. 
I don't know. I just never, I don't know why Virgos have that fucking prude shit. I feel, I know the symbol is like the virgin, but I don't know. I just, the Virgos, like I said, I know are, they're they're not fucking prudes. So I don't know where that comes from. I guess it just depends on the whole chart, obviously, but who knows. Anyways, Libra, an interesting match in which each can learn a great deal from their partner. However, a Scorpio moon needs more devotion than a Libra moon is prepared or even able to offer. Scorpio on Scorpio, deep and with a tendency to, to introspection, two Scorpio moons in the same house would produce a relationship that is crackling with tension and where neither partner is willing or able to defuse the situation. Um, Sagittarius on, I mean, Scorpio on Sagittarius, your moon is possessive and demands complete devotion. Your partner Sagittarius moon needs freedom and a looser framework. You will constantly be chasing after goals. Um, Scorpio on Capricorn, there is a great attraction between you that aggers well for a lasting union. However, both of you are dedicated in your own way, but in different directions. You must try to find a common path. Um, let's see. Scorpio on Aquarius, your Scorpio moon is consistent. Your partner's Aquarius moon is cold and distant. There is little agreement between you and this can lead to tension and discord. And then lastly, Scorpio moon with Pisces moon. Emotionally, you two make an ideal match, able to experience life's highs and lows with the same heart. You are magnetically drawn to each other, a brilliant liaison. All right, so that is it, you guys. That's it for the opening of the Scorpio moon season. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Again, please um, go to the Charming Libra um, on Instagram and join me with the Scorpio season challenge. I would love to know and, you know, hear about, you know, what you guys are doing. Like we can like, you know, message me and, you know, if you need support, we can support each other. Um, I think it would be really fun. And don't forget to check out my crystal store, Laurie Sky on Etsy. Um, please also leave a review for the podcast to kind of help, um, you know, uh, if you don't want a review, just at least leave a, a star rating or something to kind of help the podcast get out there. You know, it's constantly growing and I thank you guys for that. And I would love to connect with you guys. So like I said, message me on Etsy, um, or, um, Instagram. I, I would really love to talk with you guys or see what you think or anything you want to me to add to the show, anything you don't like, you know, I want to kind of like, curate this around, you know, this is basically you guys a show, you know, we learn together with astrology, but, um, there could be other things you could want me to add or something like that. So, I mean, I love you guys. I truly appreciate all of you. So you guys have a wonderful day. You probably won't hear this till Wednesday after the solar eclipse. So be safe, truly use that time to, um, really, take care of yourself. I mean, I don't know why I said that because it'll be over by the time you hear this. So, uh, I just hope you guys are using it well. That's all I should say. So love you guys so much. Bye.